If you've been listening to this podcast for a little bit, then you may have already heard some Lion King conversation here. So if you're not into it, trust me, don't worry. I'm only going to talk about it in kind of the last two thirds of this. First, I want to tell you guys that I made a friend. (laughs) So again, if you've been listening, then you know all about just some of my interesting experiences when it comes to socializing and making friends. And so I wanted to share some stories about that. I wanted to just kind of like dig deeper on that a little bit. But first, I want to say good morning, good night, and good welcome to the Jamie Grace podcast. I'm Jamie Grace, and I'm so glad you're here. In this show, we talk about pop culture and mental health and how we can bridge the gap between both of those things and, you know, not be so stressed out when conversations like therapy and counselors come up, even though I made a weird voice and, you know, um, yeah, so I made it weird. Um, let's just listen to a little music. I'll be right back with you. In case you're new, let me give you a super quick recap. So I live in Arizona. I've only lived here for about a year. Um, I'm married. I have a kid. We have been pretty strict, if you will, or reserved, whatever word you want to use, when it comes to the pandemic, the quarantine. And so we've not been getting out a ton. We don't know a ton of people here. I do know my sister that also happens to live here. And so I'm really grateful that we've kind of like a quarantine pod with her and then my parents or our parents rather. And so um, I'm super glad that we do have some kind of like socialization, especially considering we have a young daughter who hasn't really had the traditional opportunities to go out and make friends. But it's crazy because if you heard the episode where I was talking with Roma Downey, she literally was saying that she was praying for like, I believe her phrasing was an abundance of play dates. And when I tell you that like, y'all, I know for all intents and purposes, like I know that she's a fictional angel, but y'all, I feel like she has a connection. It's it's coming true. It's been so beautiful to like make friends and get to know people on a local level, especially considering I'm not neurotypical. So I've got a decent list of of things that make me what you would call neurodivergent, which is like my brain just doesn't necessarily function precisely the way that I like accidentally like smacked my lips well not accidentally I just didn't mean to make it that loud anyways my brain doesn't necessarily function in in the way that you know you would perceive as like normal if you will but then on top of that I've got a quirky personality and I'm just an oddball to a lot of people and I'm totally cool with it I'm totally fine with it but it does oftentimes make connections and friendships um like hard to start over and so in the middle of a pandemic when I've not been having a lot of social interaction and then like moving to a brand new state where I know a few people like here just from like over the years but I'm not really connecting with people because again a pandemic it's been interesting but y'all Y'all, 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 we were at the playground a couple of weeks ago. And one other thing that's really hard, well, I'll get to that in a second, but we were at the playground a couple of weeks ago. And there was like this little girl that was like kind of wanting to play with Isabella, but Isabella is not, you know, as sociable as a lot of other kids might be. Um, And so she was just kind of like chilling, doing her own thing. And but this little girl just kept like coming over to us and she was so sweet. And so I kind of was, you know, interacting with her mom. I feel like that's like a rule, like an unspoken rule that like if somebody's kid is like near you, then you got to like try to find the parent or like look at the parent at some point and you got to be like, hey. (laughs) because like if you don't then right so um you know the mom and I were kind of like interacting and stuff 
Um, long story short, y'all, she and I, I think, had a kind of a similar just like concept of just like connecting. And we literally like ended up exchanging numbers by the end of like all of us, you know, leaving the playground, she and her husband and, and the three of us as well. And so um, it was just a really cool moment. I'm not going to like put her business out there or anything. Um, to my knowledge, she has absolutely no concept of who Jamie Grace is, like not <laughs> not, not a lot of people or not all people do or whatever. So I'm not about to just like talk about her life on the podcast. But um, she was really nice, and I'm really glad that I made a friend, and we exchanged numbers, and we also, well, yeah. So, okay, this is not to, like, make anybody feel weird or anything. Um, I'm not trying to be a scientist. I'm not trying to be a doctor. You should consult your doctor, talk to a scientist. But we were even able to be like, hey, like, uh, just if it makes you feel comfortable to know, I'm vaccinated. And it, it was mutual both ways that we, that both, like both couples were. Um, so that was even cool that we were on the same page about that. And then there was these other two moms that I met at Bella's gymnastics class. And then there was a, a family, a young couple with a baby that I met walking around our neighborhood the other day. And I was just like, oh, I think, I think I met my max. You know, oh, I met a mom on Twitter. Don't worry. I think she's safe. Whew, man, guys, that's like five, well, three friends and two gymnastics mom acquaintances. That's five people. With them and my sister combined, I think I met my social max for the year. Like I'm so tired right now. Man, happy Mother's Day to me and you and all my new mom friends. Happy Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day weekend to all it whom applies to it with. I'm going to be talking about The Lion King today and how my anxiety in that film met. Now, I want to give a quick disclaimer, and I say similar things throughout certain episodes about this, but I was diagnosed with anxiety at the age of 11, generalized anxiety disorder. But I also want to be clear that oftentimes, and especially in this episode, when I'm talking about anxiety, I'm not so much talking about um, my diagnosis as I am just like talking about being anxious and having that anxious feeling that is natural, that's normal worry, fear, those are normal feelings, right? You know, for example, our daughter, um, you know, um, not yet two years old, and if she's walking and a, a big dog comes running up to her barking, you know, I, I don't want her to be afraid, but it is going to be a natural feeling to feel to feel fear. And I know that some people might be like, oh, is she not a dog person? She actually is borderline obsessed with dogs, but even, you know, for a dog baby, <laughs> gonna say a dog person baby but even for like a kid that loves dogs I mean that's just kind of a generic example of like if a big scary dog um that you don't know you don't have a relationship with or whatever comes up just like hollering in your face you'll feel fear and so um that's more of what I'm talking about when I speak of anxieties, very specifically in this episode. You know, again, I don't, uh, well, I didn't mean to say again, but if you've not seen this movie, um, and I might spoil it. I'll probably spoil it. If you haven't seen this movie, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm just kidding. It's beautiful. It's good. It's dark. Um, I have not actually ever watched Lion King from top to bottom. And that's actually because it's so dark and because uh, 
I can't handle it. I can't handle it on an emotional level. We were we were watching it the other night. I was cooking dinner and Isabella and Aaron were sitting on the couch and he had it on and, and she was just, I mean, she was like playing with a toy or something, kind of passively listening. And I was singing all the songs while I was cooking and Aaron was, you know, reciting all the lines because he literally knows every, well, he and I both, if he either knows all the lines to a movie or I know all the lines, that, that's just is what it is. That's just the kind of people we are. One of the reasons I like him a lot because he just really likes movies and I think he has a really cute face. So we're watching this movie, we're vibing like a family, and then all of a sudden the scene shows up. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to set the scene for you. For those of you that haven't seen The Lion King and that are definitely just depending on me in this very moment to teach you everything you need to know about The Lion King, I'm going to go ahead um, and just set the scene for you guys because I know that a lot of you guys are really depending on me um, to tell you what this movie is about. So basically there's this small lion cub named Simba and he is born and they lift him into the sky and they sing, uh, you know, a whole circle of life. And then basically he's stressed out because all of the other animals in the forest get murdered. And his dad's like, no, it's fine. Like, that's supernatural. So his dad, I think, is Mufasa, not Rafiki. That's a bird. Yeah, so his dad is not a bird. Uh, his dad is also a lion, so it's his mom. They're all a lion family. They're all, you know, the same uh, race. And they go throughout life just having adventures then he has a friend i think her name is b nala so he has a friend named nala and they're like besties and rafiki this bird is like y'all are gonna get married one day and then lion king and the other one uh simba and uh, nala are like no we're not that's gross and basically simba is really hype about being king i feel like that is a really dark like foreshadowing because his dad's gonna die and i feel like that's a little dark for simba to just be like i'm gonna be king up in here it's like your padre is going to have to go to heaven for that to happen and i'm not sure how i feel about you being so passionate about this happening at at, at, one, at some point you know what i mean so basically they're just living their life he can't wait to be king he also has this uncle named scar that is a hot mess and scar is like scar is like that one uncle that's like oh i got some mountain dew in my truck and it's like this hot gross mountain dew that you're just like why are you making why are you giving me this He's just this really messy uncle that basically is friends with all these hyenas in this other place. One of them's the voice by Whoopi Goldberg. Um, and they're like always being mean or their buttheads, blah, blah. That's not relevant right now. What's relevant is that at one point, not Simba starts kind of get like getting like negatively influenced by his uncle Scar. And Scar is like, you're gonna be all the stuff and he really shouldn't be hanging out with his uncle but i mean come on man like we're always like at some point as kids we're always like oh i'm gonna hang out with a person that's a bad influence even if you don't go hang out with him at some point in your head you're just like oh they seem so cool so you go he goes over there and he's hanging out with him and then some kind of way or another scar is being messy and he sets up a murder he sets up a stampede, a murder for Mufasa. So that is the set of the scene, the scene that has been set. That is the scene of my home where I'm trying to cook dinner for this family. That is what's happening in my house. Scar being messy. And it's just garbage. 
uh, his behavior, not the movie. The movie is very well done. Disney knows that. But his behavior is garbage. So he has an opportunity to save Mufasa. He doesn't. He dies. It gets worse because as he's, like, dying or right when he's dead, uh, Simba is like, father, father, dad. And they just, they show it. Like, they show the lion no longer king. And I don't, I just don't understand why they, that's just, it's really disrespectful. So anyways, that's what's about to happen on the TV in front of our one-year-old who is not paying attention. <laughs> She's like not watching this movie. She could care less. And I just, I went over to Aaron and I was just like, Aaron, 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 turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. We can't watch it. We can't watch it. And he's like, well, I'm like, she can't see this. She can't see this. She's not ready. Um, and he's, he looks at her who again is not remotely paying attention. Um, and, uh, and then we turned it off. We like skipped the scene. And it, it reminded me of when I was on a bus with some like, uh, like a, not a tour bus, but well, I guess it was a tour bus. I actually really can't remember, but I was leaving a show with my team like three years ago, five years ago, maybe. Um, and they put on Lion King and I had them uh, fast forward that scene. I was like, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. And then that reminded me of when I was little and I was at a church sleepover and that was the movie that was on and I remember getting up and going to the bathroom I didn't even have to go and I just sat in the bathroom for like five minutes and just waited until that scene was over it's almost like I've always known that it was there but I just choose to avoid it I've seen parts of it you know little snippets here and there um again I'm obsessed with the movie um obviously it's a great or forgive me I'm obsessed with the um What's that stuff called? The soundtrack. <laughs> this is the soundtrack. And obviously it's a great film. I'm not, I'm not here to say it's not, but the, that storyline has always been something that I've just never been able to handle. And I think that it's so, I think that it's just so common. I, even for the people that like love Lion King that have seen every scene, like my husband, for example, I know that we all have something where we just choose to kind of ignore it choose to kind of compartmentalize it and put it away um and just not focus on it you know I talk about this in um, my book finding quiet available on amazon um but I, I talk about this and how like sometimes we need to be able to take the things that are scary and the things that are challenging and stressful and that make us feel anxiety or anxious rather that, that make us have these feelings like sometimes we need to take these things and we need to put them away and we need to be able to move on and live life and, you know, face those issues later. But sometimes we need to be able to face them now. Sometimes we have to face those feelings and sit in those feelings and deal with those feelings, <laughs> deal with that pain and that grief and that anger and that frustration. We need to allow ourselves to feel it so that we can heal from it. Because if all we're doing is compartmentalizing it for forever... <laughs> then we're never really feeling. And if we're not really feeling, then we're never really growing. And if not, we're not growing, we're just, we're simply stagnant all the time. So yeah, okay, maybe my Lion King thing will always be one of those that I compartmentalize. <laughs> maybe I never sit with those feelings. Or maybe, you know, when Isabella's older and she needs someone to process it with, who am I kidding? She's not going to come to me. But maybe I will, you know, at some point sit with it and process it. But I think I just want to extend a challenge, if you will, yes, to all of us. Simply to say that at some point... 
at some point that thing that we've been pushing to the back of our head, the thing we've been pushing to the back of our mind, not wanting to deal with, not wanting to process, not wanting to feel. Do you guys know where that's from? I can't do it well. I really hope my friend Talia doesn't listen to this podcast. She was in Wicked or she like is in, she's still in Wicked. Like they just started it back up at the Broadway. Her name's Alphaba. No, her name's Talia. She's, she plays Alphaba in the tour. Anyways, I really hope she doesn't listen to this because I, I think it might've sounded like I was like trying to like mock it, but I just can't do the thing. Anyways, I hope that this is a challenge to all of us. Whatever the thing is that we feel that we're just like, I don't want to deal with it. I hope at some point we process like, nah, bro. I got to feel, I got to deal, I got to do. Ayo. There might be a song in there. I don't know. I'm going to have a YouTube video out on my channel on Monday about songs and about how I probably should start writing some more. <laughs> maybe I should do that. Like if that's going to, if I'm going to tell people like, yeah, I'm a singer songwriter. Like, oh, maybe I should songwrite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like saying the word song right. I don't like that phrase. It it doesn't it doesn't bless my spirit. Hey, so if you liked today's episode of this podcast, if you liked Lion King and, and chatting about our feelings, if you were like, oh I'm so proud you made friends. I just want to, you know, give you a high five. Look at you making friends. Um, or if you're one of the friends that I made and you feel very uncomfortable right now, um, I guess I only have four friends in Arizona, so I, I might need to, uh, start casting again. Um, <laughs> but man, if you have anything positive about the show to say, I would love to hear from you. The, the best way, to be honest, the best way is to hop on over to iTunes, I'm at Apple Podcasts, and to leave a review. That's the best way for people to find the show. It basically, it just helps people be like, if they're like listening and they're like, what is this girl talking to? Then they scroll to the reviews and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is actually cool. Like this person actually likes it. For example, Cheetah Girl exclamation point. That's a really cool username. <laughs> she said that my podcasts are so funny, inspirational, and uplifting. You listen to the podcast while I'm doing my tours. I always enjoy myself, so I definitely recommend the podcast. Also, I just want to say I've been a huge fan of you, Jamie, for a long time. And you're so cool. Keep up with the good work. I continue to let God use you. Thank you, boo. That was that's actually really nice. Like that's genuinely so beautiful. Thank you so much. She to girl exclamation point. I'm so glad that was an exclamation point. Um, by by well by well chance like uh Raven is that you <laughs> Simone? <laughs> I don't wanna be like Um, I love your show. <laughs> I love love the double name double Dutch bus. <laughs> See what I did there. Um, so yeah, thank you so much to Raven Simone for leaving a review on my podcast. You can just hop on over to Apple Podcasts and then you scroll to the bottom where it says write a review and you can choose anywhere from one to five stars. Now, here's the thing. You're an adult or maybe a child, but I can't tell you what to do from a legal standpoint. You know what I mean? Um, but it's up to you, however many stars you want to leave. And I'm just going to leave it at that pretty little princess. Mm -mm, I'm sorry. I didn't like that phrase. Nope. That shouldn't have come out of my mouth. Um, so yeah, you can leave a review of the show. And I appreciate you in advance for doing that. <laughs> you can also connect with me on social media. That is like the, it's the second and also the second way and also the second free way to connect with me. Um, and also to just share your love for the show if you're vibing. I'm at Jamie Grace Age on Instagram and Twitter. And if you love a dee, love a dee, no, no, no. What am I saying? That was weird. If you really like what you hear, then you can check out my Patreon. 
There's a three bucks a month tier, it's the stream tier, and then a seven dollar a month vinyl tier, which that's really fun. It's where I mail you stuff. A stuff. I mail you one stuff. Um, I'm gonna stop talking. Cause yes, I work on Saturdays, but it's Mother's Day weekend. So this is my vacation. I think I'm gonna go watch some TikTok and eat a Cheeto. I say that all the time. I don't even eat Cheetos. I should probably go make dinner for my family. Again, I don't, why do I feel the disclaimer to be like, oh, by the way, like they're not making me, like I just like making dinner for my family. How weird is that? That like, I don't, that bothers me that so many people like, like so many like wives like deal with that pressure of like, you must cook or you're not a good woman, which is a, a terrible thing to say to a person. Like so, but so many people deal with that reality that like when you do like cooking for your family, like when you just enjoy it, you feel like you have to, or at least I feel like I have to explain like, hey, I don't feel the pressure to do this. I just enjoy it. You know what I mean? That's messy like scar. My ear is itching. I got my ears pierced. I have a regular piercing. I wasn't going to tell people about this, but if you made it all the way to the end of this podcast, then you know, you're, you're one of the real ones. So you can hear secrets. I got my ears pierced like an extra like right above the regular ear piercing and I moved my headphones a little bit I was gonna say hopefully my piercer's not listening to this but she's not listening nobody's listening to this and I've grieved you're not listening to me if you can name that song tweet me at Jamie Grace H I'd be really impressed I will give you I will send you back a gif that will bless your whole day that's very extreme uh, but anyways, have a happy Mother's Day. Merry Christmas. I love you guys. Okay, bye.